Good evening, everyone, and welcome back. It's another episode of Skull Stories. I'm your host, Mike Wabshaw, from the Vikings Entertainment Network, coming to you from TCO Performance Center and the TCO Studios in Egan, Minnesota. Excited for tonight's show because it's going to feature someone very important to the Minnesota Vikings and the current Minnesota Vikings. That is the Vikings Vice President of Sports Medicine and Certified Head Athletic Trainer, Eric Sugarman. Our conversation with Shugs is coming up in a minute, but first an update on your Minnesota Vikings. They are getting ready for another big NFC clash against the Philadelphia Eagles. The game is on Sunday, kickoff at 3.25 p.m. Central Time. Of course, you can catch the game on the Vikings radio network. It's a big one. Both teams coming off of a loss. The Vikings loss came at the hands of the Los Angeles Rams, a 38-31 thriller in the City of Angels where the Vikings come up on the short end just barely. They were driving down the field. It looked like for what could have been a game-tying or maybe even a game-winning score when a strip sack ended the Vikings' chances there. But it was a fun game to watch. The Vikings' offense was on fire. They looked to stay on fire when they go to Philadelphia to play the Eagles. And the Vikings' defense is trying to rebound, get things straightened out, and face Carson Wentz and a really good Philadelphia Eagles offense. That's going to be a fun game on Sunday. Again, reminder, kickoff at 325 Central. For now, though, we got to bide our time until kickoff, and part of that is going to be spent with Eric Sugarman. He is the Vikings Vice President of Sports Medicine, and he's the Vikings Certified Head Athletic Trainer. Shugs has been with the team now for 13 seasons. He's a 22-year NFL veteran, 13 of them here with the Minnesota Vikings. Began his career with the Chicago Bears, went on to the Philadelphia Eagles, and now he's with us. He's going to explain his career path during our conversation with him. He's a humble guy, but don't let that fool you. Eric Sugarman, very accomplished in the National Football League. In fact, Shugs and his staff were named the 2017 NFL Athletic Training Staff of the Year, one of a few awards that Shugs and his staff have won since Shugs arrived here in Minnesota. He went to Westchester University, got his master's degree at the University of Richmond, and is one of the most well-known and most successful trainers in the National Football League. So we're excited to share our conversation with Viking certified head athletic trainer and vice president of sports medicine, Eric Sugarman. Here it is. All right, Shugs, I know you're not, I know you don't care about this, but you know you're on TV a lot, right? Yeah, I, I do hear that. <laughs> you hear that from your buddies? Like, probably not as much anymore because it's been so many seasons for you. But, like, early on, when you're running out there, like, with Coach Childers and stuff, like, hey, I saw you on TV, right? You get that a lot? I get that a lot. I still get it, Wobby. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, people are enamored with people that are on TV, and when yes. you're very recognizable because of the bald head, it's... No, it's uh, a great haircut. Yes, it That's is. That's what you have. I know you like it, too. Yes, you have, we go to the same barber. But, I mean, you got to, like, do, do you shine up and get your haircut before home games like the players do? I mean, you're going to be on TV, man. Yeah, you know, Wobby, on game day, it's uh, the furthest thing from my mind. Uh, I don't I really worry about what I look like. I'm just yeah. worried about the job at hand. I, I suppose you got a few more uh, important things to worry about, huh? True. Yeah, all right. We're conducting this interview down in the TCO Studios area of TCO Performance Center. Now, these studios have really helped the VEN produce content. So TCO Performance Center has been awesome for us. 
I bet it's been awesome for you and your staff too. Yeah, that's a, that's an understatement. Yeah, to yeah. to come from you know where we came to this eight thousand square foot medical space uh, in the you know Twin Cities Orthopedic Performance Center, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's incredible. We have uh, every asset and tool uh, to help us do our job to help these players recover and perform at their best. And uh, you know, thanks to the ownership for providing that, it's yeah. it's been spectacular. You um you know you've been with the Vikings for a long time, but the Vikings weren't your first stop in the NFL, and you don't just wake up one day and become a certified head athletic trainer. There's a route that you have to navigate to get there. Tell the listeners a little bit about your path to becoming um, you know, the, 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 the leader of the Vikings medical team right now. Yeah, well, you know, the story has to start in seventh grade because, you know, that's when it really started. In seventh grade, my dad's uh, good friend became the head football coach of the high school team yep. and said, tell your kid, come down, be the water boy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, through that connection, I, I met the athletic trainer at my high school in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, and kind of watched what he did for six years and said, you know, I, I think what he does for a living is pretty cool. I'd like yeah. to do that. Uh, was fortunate, really skipped to graduate school at the University of Richmond and was fortunate yep. to meet uh, Tim Brame, who became an athletic trainer for the Chicago Bears, hired me as an assistant, and uh, you know then moved to Philly for six years and yeah. on here. And a stint with the Cubs, right? One, like nine months with the yeah. Cubs. So that was kind of cool. You that did was, baseball. Yeah, a little different. Uh, director rehab really for the minor leagues. So I was yeah. in Arizona, was in Fort Myers and dealing with those guys. Uh, Completely different set of circumstances than yeah. in the NFL, but uh, great experience. People know and see that you work with GM Rick Spielman closely and um, and George Payton, but you've been with them before, right? You were with both of them in Chicago. Yes, yeah, so mistaken. I was an intern for the Chicago Bears starting in 1991, and that's yeah. you know George was there and Rick yeah. was there. A lot younger versions, yeah. a lot of uh, you know rough uh, basketball games at lunchtime with those okay. guys. Okay, I believe that. So if if we need dirt on the GM. Shugs is a place we can go. He's I, got I probably more, have some. You have more experience than anyone else uh, with with the GM and with George Payton. That's kind of it's kind of cool how the NFL works that way, isn't it? You, yeah. You always, and that's why you don't burn bridges. That's why you you. And it's very common when we get to a stadium. You know, there more times than not, you're going to know someone on the other staff, and it might not even be the medical staff. That's kind of how this league works. Yeah, you know, after 22 years, Wabi, I mean, there's always a coach, you know, on the other sideline, yeah. and there's certainly players, uh, and definitely, you know, the athletic trainers or the doctors. So it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think, in, you know, when in my time with you, when I think of, of Shugs, what I think of, you know, you're, you're the certified head athletic trainer with a great staff, and you're caring for the players. But I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I, I think hydration is something you're really big on. I know you've won an award for aqua therapy, so that that's something that maybe um, is attached to your name a little bit. And then there have been some high-profile rehabs of players getting getting back up to speed. Those are kind of the things I think of. Is is that kind of accurate? Yeah, you know, you, you can't go into that without mentioning your staff, though, because yeah. you know you said it, and and really, I'm only as good as the guys that that yeah. I work along with. So you know, Tom Hunkley, director of rehab, Rob Roach, who's been with me, he was a student at Westchester when I taught there, and that's wow. where I met Rob. So you know, he yeah. was an intern for the Bears, an intern with the Eagles, and now been here for 13 years. Uh, Dave Jancy, uh, PTATC, and not to mention the ones that have come and gone like Al Padilla and Matt Dumal. Yep, yep. Um, so, you know, it's to those guys' credit that, that we've had some success in, in just doing our job the right way and hopefully being an asset to the organization and, and, and you know, helping people like Adrian Peterson and Dalvin Cook and yeah. Chad Greenway and Jared yep. Allen. It goes on and on. Yeah, you know, it's, um, you know, we, we just recently lost Fred Zambrelletti, and I know that you were close with Freddie, and he would always talk about, you know, the role of a trainer, but, but this was back when he was still there so you tell me if this is still true or not you know you you're kind of um you're in a really important place because you are caring for the players 
but you're supporting the head coach and you're informing the GM. It's it's really sort of an in between important area for the club. Yeah, I think you walk a really fine line, and and you know the the one thing that that we have to have, and that's one of the most important things that we have is trust. Yeah. You know, we have to be able to have the players trust us, and and we have to trust them and respect them. And and I think that that you know if you lose that, you you, you just lose it, and we yeah. don't ever want that to happen. So you know the trust for for them to have in us and and to understand that we care about them and and mm-hmm. really want to help them have success is. Really really important to us. When you think about back to when you were um, being educated and, and you were tr- uh, learning learning the ropes, starting out with the Bears and where we are now, what are, what are the biggest changes? What, you know, what are the biggest differences? I have to believe it, it would somewhat have to do with the technology. Well, you know, but, s- science and medicine changes daily. Yeah. And, and the advances in the surgical techniques and, and, you know, the different rehab techniques that we have, the tools that we have, like, you know, I went to Westchester University back in 1988. You know, who would have mm-hmm. thought we had a cryo chamber? You yeah. know, I never knew that existed because it didn't. You know, so all these different things uh, that, that we've learned to use, Graston technique and dry needling and, you yeah. know, the acupuncturist and all that stuff, that, that's what's changed the most. And, you know, we didn't learn that back in school. I, and I know when I went to school, I didn't take the class that was uh, be a head athletic trainer in the NFL because I was right. not prepared for that. It's, uh, you know, it's a different world. Yeah, it is. And, um, you know, I think... How about the caliber of athlete? Has that have you seen a change there at all? Not that not that guys when you started weren't great athletes, they were. But have you seen seen a change in in the athletes too? Yeah, you know the athletes are different nowadays. You know they're they're more in tune with their bodies. You know nutrition's more important to them now. Uh, you know they're leaner. Yeah. They're they they see they're probably faster. Um, yeah. But you know not not to downgrade what athletes were years ago because they they were great athletes too they're mm-hmm. just different and uh you know different in the sense that i think they're more in tune with their bodies you know you mentioned um you mentioned nutrition and we have a nutritionist on staff now what what went into the thinking with that yeah so you know we have a, a huge gatorade fuel bar and and rasa mm-hmm. troop who is an ex-olympian yeah. has you know been a huge asset for our program you know she runs the fuel bar she uh will create diets for all of our players she makes custom shakes for them for pre-workout post-workout uh intra-workout just a, a huge asset to organization. And, and yeah. again, you know, these guys, their bodies are the temples. We have to yeah. provide them, you know, not to mention upstairs in our, in our cafeteria. You know, we, we have grass-fed beef. We have organic vegetables, yep. uh, cage-free eggs. You know, yep. those kind of things are important for our guys. Where do you, um, you know, when it comes to learning about nutrition or learning about a new technique when it comes to rehab or recovery, where do you continue to be educated? Do you, do you guys as a staff, do you go to conferences? Um, do you gather with other staffs at the combine? Where's yeah, so, the education come in? So great question. We're required by our, you know, by our license or our certification, uh, to get CEUs every year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if we don't get those CEUs, we, we lose our certification. So we, we do have an educational course at the combine with all the NFL athletic trainers. Uh, we have a national athletic trainers meeting every year, which is in a different city that we yeah. go to. And then as a staff, we try to do at least one thing in the off season and that's unique for us. Okay. Uh, you know, like I mentioned, grass and techniques or things like that. So, yeah. you know, it, it's very important to us to, to stay ahead of the curve. You don't want to get passed by, and, and we try to do that for athletes. All right, we're going to continue our conversation with Eric Sugarman after this break. But before we go to that break, want to let you know about Vikings Country. Join host Mike Musman along with Latavius Murray at Shortstop Bar in Coon Rapids on Thursday at 5.30 p.m. for a live broadcast of Vikings Country. You could win some great prizes, including tickets in the Miller Lite Lounge at U.S. Bank Stadium. Visit vikings.com slash vikingscountry for more info and a full schedule. Also, come out this Saturday at the new Vikings Museum 
and get autographs from Vikings Hall of Famers Paul Krause and Randall McDaniel. Learn more at vikings.com slash museum. Please stay tuned. More with Shugs after this. Hey everyone, welcome back to School Stories. It's Wabi Moore with Eric Sugarman coming up in a minute. But first, experience what it is like to be a Minnesota Viking as you conquer the TCO Vikings 5K. Join us Saturday, October 20th as you and your friends finish on the 50-yard line at TCO Stadium. Space is limited. Register today at vikings.com slash 5K. And if you're going to do that, make sure you stretch out really well or else you're going to get hurt and you're going to have to see the guest of tonight's school stories, Viking certified head athletic trainer, Eric Sugarman. We're going to continue our conversation with Shugs right now. You know, when you consider how long you've been in the league and a lot of people move from team to team, you've had some continuity here in Minnesota. So what's it been like being a Minnesotan? You came here from, um, you know, from the East Coast. You spent time in the Midwest. Now you spent a lot of time in Minnesota. You said that you coach your kids' baseball team. Um, what's it like being a Minnesotan for you? You know, Minnesota's great. It's yeah. it's a it's a gorgeous place. It is a spectacular place to raise kids, and I'm, I feel very fortunate to have landed here to be able to. You know, my kids are Minnesotans. That's all they know. Yeah. Uh, Jake was three, and Ben was one when we came here. So yeah. they, they are going to finish high school here in Minnesota, and uh, they're truly Minnesotans. And it's it's just a great place to raise a family. There's no better place to be in the summer with all the lakes, and and in the winter you yeah. just embrace it. And it's a uh, I'm very happy to be here. You know the um that that sweet spot in in the off season where there is no OTA to go to there is no um, mini camp or anything like that it's it's a short sweet spot but it's there for us in the summer that five or six weeks what do you guys like to do as a family during that that downtime because really honestly for you the that's it really I mean because you're rehabbing players even in the off season or there's practice or yeah. you're going to the combine whatever so you got that five or six weeks what do you guys like to do well I'm glad to hear you get five or six weeks Wally because I'm not sure I get five <laughs> okay. to six weeks so maybe it's three to four for, those, for you for yeah. those two to three weeks yeah. uh you know the Sugarmans like to go on vacation yeah we always you know go go to the east coast go to the beach uh you know we've, we've done all kind of stuff you go go to Mexico or the Dominican just yep. to get away um and unload we we like to travel but you know what we do most is we spend time as a family and yeah. usually we're on the baseball field. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's what we do. Do um, do you remember, you know, you mentioned the great staff that you have. I want to go back to that. Do you remember being on a staff, being one of the guys who's helping to support the the certified head athletic trainer? And, and what's it like going through that grind? And do you keep that in mind as you're managing your staff? Yeah, you know, I try to, you know, Rick Burkholder was, you know, who I was with in Philly for six years. He's now the head athletic trainer for the Kansas City Chiefs. And being on his staff, and we, we had a lot of success in Philly, four straight NFC Championship games, yep, only won yep. one of those, and then lost the Super Bowl. But, you know, I, I do try to keep that in mind. And, and I know I used to, you know, kind of talk bad about the head athletic trainer because he was always going sideways and running around crazy. And I hope my guys understand, you know, that yeah. I, I'm doing I'm doing the same. Yeah, that's right. Um, you get to work closely with Coach Zimmer. So fans see Coach Zimmer on TV or watch him at his press conference, but you have a more intimate relationship with, with Coach Zimmer. What's it been like working with him? You know, I, he's he's phenomenal. Yeah. He is, uh, I love him most because he is so supportive of what we do mm-hmm. and he's appreciative of what we do in the athletic trim. He knows that, you know, we have his the players, the owners, uh, Rick Spielman's best interest in mind. And, and all we're doing every day is to give an honest day's work and really just try to help the players and this team be successful. Yeah. Um, you know, when we're not playing games and you get to the offseason, you're a big help to the scouts and to, and to GM Rick Spielman, too, for the draft process and free agency. What's that part of your job like? 
You know, that, that's a that's a fun part of the job. You yeah. know, the, the NFL Combine, for instance, is is where we get educated because mm-hmm. you see all kinds of ailments and injuries and surgeries and, and things that went right and things that went wrong. And, uh, you know, the process of going through all these college players and breaking it down for, for Rick and Coach and everyone is is always fun. I've done it, you know, for 22 years, and yeah. it's 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 never not fun. It's a lot of work, but it's it's interesting. And, and again, you know you have a very important role to, to give good guidance and, and try to give the best recommendations you can. You're yeah. not always right. Yeah. How was your first training camp here at TCO? You know, it was, it was a different setup for you guys. I'm sure there was some trial and error involved, and maybe you'll do some things differently next camp, but you'll keep some things the same. What was it like? Yeah, you know, it was a 100% success. I, I thought yeah. that the training room was beyond functional for us with 90 players. The, you know, things like the pools and the cryo chamber, everything worked uh, as designed, and I wouldn't change a thing about it, Wabi. It was a, it was a great yeah. year uh, as far as training camp goes, and we were really happy with not having to move all our stuff. And, and you know, we had a great time at Mankato for all those years, but it, it was really nice to be here, and yeah. it, it was really perfect for us. We're going to go back to uh, to where you spent a good part of your career in Philadelphia here this this weekend. Looking forward to seeing some people you know. Looking forward to watching the Vikings play well. But I'm sure going back to Philly brings up a lot of good memories for you. Yeah, you know, I love Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say I love the Philadelphia Eagles, but I love Philadelphia. Yeah. I love the city. I love the food. I can't wait to get a cheesesteak. You know, I can't mm-hmm. wait to get some Philadelphia food, which yeah. I, I do miss the, the East Coast food. You got to a Super Bowl with the Eagles. What, um, you know, what's, what's it like going to a Super Bowl? Tell us about the experience, you know, the two weeks in front of it and the game and the buzz. It's, it, I mean, obviously it looks super cool on TV and, and having hosted one this year, Minnesotans kind of got a feel for it, but we're, you know, Minnesotans are so hungry to get there. You were there. What's yeah, it like? It, it was a, it's a lifelong memory. You know, I have yeah. a lot of memories of the week when we got to the hotel, all the fans, you know, doing the Eagles chant, uh, you know, the game, you see three ex-presidents out there for the coin wow. toss. You know, you look up in the crowd, you see your mom and dad there and, yeah. and your wife. And just a, it was really a cool event. And, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to get back to one with the Vikings and and, yeah. and, and hoisting a Lombardi one day. You know, um, a lot of people will remember about that Super Bowl T.O. You know, and um, I'm reminded of this because he just went into the Hall of Fame. And we, we went to the Hall of Fame um, to watch Randy Moss go in and, and T.O. went in. But, you know, T.O. Was, was injured for a lot of that season, and, and it was a big push, and he displayed a lot of toughness to get back and play in that game. What do you remember about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously Rick directed that uh, rehab, Rick Burkholder, but, yeah. you know, I, I, I was part of it, uh, yeah. just like my guys would be, and, and that guy... You know, I, I haven't seen many guys work as hard as I saw yeah. him work to get back for that game. And, you know, if we would have won, he'd have been the MVP probably that day. Yeah. And, and he would have deserved it. So he's he's a good man, and uh, he holds a special place in my heart. I'm sure he does. You know, and, and not just Teal, but so many of the players. You know, you you work a lot with them when they're, when they're injured or hurt, right? But you probably, even though they're hurt, you see how tough these guys are. I mean, it's amazing what they put their bodies through. I'm sure you have a ton of respect for for what all these guys do and, and how they get ready and push up to Sunday to get there. Yeah, it's a it's a remarkable effort, and, and people have no idea what it takes uh, yeah. many NFL players to get from Sunday to Sunday. Not to mention sometimes Sunday to Thursday. It's uh, it's remarkable yeah. what they do and what they put their bodies through. Yeah, and when you get, um, you know, everyone calls it after a Thursday game this mini buy, right? That. Like it only feels like two or three days. That's probably a pretty big deal for some of the guys, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it helps them recover for sure. You know, and then the, the guys were here. You know, a lot of the guys were here this weekend. Guys that were nicked up were here all weekend getting treatment, yeah. trying to give themselves an edge to to recover and and get ready for the next game. All right, Shugs, you're uh, as busy a guy as there is in the building. You took a few minutes out for us here on School Stories. We appreciate it. Have a good rest of the season. All right. Thanks. You too. All right. Our thanks 
to Vikings Vice President of Sports Medicine and Certified Head Athletic Trainer, Eric Sugarman, for joining us. As I said, super busy guy in this building in the middle of the season trying to care for and treat, help players recover, uh, help them rehab. So him taking a few minutes to join us here for Skull Stories is a big deal, and we appreciate it. Now, the Vikings on Sunday, they're going to kick off the second quarter of the 2018 regular season, and they will do so by traveling to Lincoln Financial Field for a battle against the defending Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles. Now, as I referenced earlier in the show, both the Vikings and Eagles coming off of losses last week, looking to get back on the winning track. The Eagles dropped a game at Tennessee, and the Vikings, of course, lost at the Los Angeles Rams. Now, the Vikings at 1-2-1 did not have the opening quarter of a season that many had hoped, even though it was a very tough schedule, which happens when you're a first-place team. You play a first-place schedule. Many had hoped for another win or two in that opening quarter. The Vikings go 1-2-1 with a victory over the 49ers and a tie to the Green Bay Packers. But it is not time to panic. Remember, the Vikings were just 2-2 two two after the first quarter of the season last year. They went on to win 11 of their final 12 games to finish 13-3. Now, that was a spectacular final three quarters of the season and the Vikings are not worried about the final three quarters of the season they're worried about their upcoming game against the Eagles and the next one quarter of the season the next four games for the Vikings at Philadelphia on Sunday home to the Arizona Cardinals at the New York Jets then home to the New Orleans Saints that is the next quarter of the season for the Vikings they can go 4-0 or 3-1. They'll be right back in the thick of things in what is clearly a loaded NFC. A lot of really good teams in the NFC this season. Very excited to see how the Vikings look coming out of their mini-bye. They played on Thursday night against the Rams, so they had 10 days to get ready for this Eagles contest. Pat Elfline coming back from injury. That should help the Vikings offensive line. Hopefully Delvin Cook is going to be healthy and ready to go. See if that Vikings running game can get going. Because if that happens, this Vikings offense is going to be very difficult to stop. Already tough to stop with Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, and Kyle Rudolph running all over these secondaries and getting yards and points. So if we can add a running game there, the Vikings offense will be in really good shape. And then, of course, we know Mike Zimmer knows defense, and he's going to have that defense fixed and ready to go when the Vikings come out of the gates here in Week 5 to play the Philadelphia Eagles. Speaking of Mike Zimmer, remember that X's and O's with Mike Zimmer, hosted by Voice of the Vikings' Paul Allen, that will be tomorrow night in this time slot, Wednesday at 6.30. So make sure you catch X's and O's with Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer tomorrow. This is Wabi signing off for now. We'll be back next week. Talk to you then.